Oh, massive show tonight. Drug field nights, barley holidays, free agency, and much more. Let's get into it. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Oh, I just fucking broke my pen. That's all right. Round by round? No, game by game. Yeah. Round 14? Yeah, it was not bad at the end of the buy round as well. Now, just before we get into it, mm-hmm. what do you... Is three weeks too long for buys? Nah, they spread it out pretty well. I think the players need their rest. Well, I know we'll talk about players resting up too much. But <laughs> or partying too much. Uh, I'm quite used to it now. That's one rule that doesn't bother me. So long as there's football, I'm okay. They've thrown in the Thursday night game and whatnot. So I think they can do it in two, yeah. but I'm comfortable with three. I don't really care. Uh, all right, Richmond Carlton. We both went Carlton on this. I went twelve points. You went nineteen. I was really disappointed, but that's okay. It is what it is. Um, Sam Walsh, Paddy Cripps did exactly what they've been doing forever. Well, how do you feel about the fired up nature of the game? Bit of bit of bust up going on. Yeah, I, do, I like. I didn't mind it. I, like, I find it funny that... Um, Is it flown the, you guys have flown the flag, Carlton, yeah, but a I few don't times. Mi- I don't mind that, as long as it's within your, you know, parameters of your game. I found it funny, though, Sam Walsh, Paddy Cripps both had 34. Dion Prestia, who played on Cripps, had 33. What so I don't know who really won that battle. Dion Prestia, Gary Lyons spoke of, it's just been... You know, just that smoky not being spoken of enough at that club. You know, he went on say, but he went on say that game he had thirty three disposals, nineteen contested possessions, plus thirteen clearances. Hmm. And um, yeah, he's obviously talked about coming back from that soft tissue injury as well. So yeah, he's just saying. And can't kick him out of that twenty two because no, he's he's in, well and truly entrenched in their best twenty two. Yeah, you just got to keep an eye on that bloke. Sam Doherty, another one. Um, another 31. Yeah, he's flying. How'd you feel about um, Shy Bolton showing him the candy before the goal? I'm a bit torn with that. I, yeah, I'm shocked. I've, I've done it so many times playing footy. <laughs> I, I'm a, yeah, I'm a bit torn with it. I, like, at, in one stage, I like the theatrics and all that sort of stuff, but at other points, I think, you know, did was it really necessary? Does that really align with what you're trying to be? Because everybody's going to remember that you were a smart ass in that within that moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I I reckon the news has always looked for something of a beat up. And, of course, um, every week. I feel sorry for Doherty what he's gone through, but if that's something to feel sorry for by showing no, him candy for a goal, no, I, don't, I think it was more about during the game. Um, there'd already been words. Discuss between the pair of them. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't feel sorry for Doherty. Well, no, that's that's not true. Way off his man. When yeah, that's that's not true. I don't. I, it's it's not when you normally show it in the first place. I don't know if he does it very often. No, I, I wouldn't imagine he would. It's more meant to be an elusive thing. Yeah, just yeah. zapping past someone. Yeah, um, yeah. Show the candy, all that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, um, Harry McKay kicks four, but still Charlie Kerno leads. Coleman on forty. Yep, I do, and I suppose you can't you can't 
argue with that. Kuno's played more games than Harry McKay. Lynch got his three. Like I say, Bolton and Rewalt both got their two. Yeah, there's a lot of scoring involvements in that game, but um, yeah, that's not how it happened in round one, is it? No. Mind yeah. you, we're, we're missing a shitload of players. We're, we're really missing a truckload of players, unfortunately. Um, our back line is so depleted, it's not even funny. The, the unfortunate, you know, stories you hear with football, though, that this happens. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're not the mind, well, you're not, there's many precedent on this before you. Oh, we're not, we're certainly not on an island, especially in 2022. Um, we're lucky in the fact that a lot of those players will be back before finals if we play finals. Yeah. I'm still on that if train. A lot of things went right for us this round uh, in round 14. So I'm I'm very much still on that if we play finals. It's really tight. Yeah. yeah. It's funny footy too from Tigers as well. You know, they did look impressive and they are coming off a few wins, but, you know, they beat Port before you guys and they've, just lost to Rich, uh, Sydney by goal, and then they've got up before that to Essendon quite comfortably, and then lost the Hawks. So, and then, but then, where do they sit as a team? Well, I don't know, but because they did look really good and exciting, I, but mate, they made the eight. In my opinion, they made the eight. Well, I think the eight's reasonably set. That Collingwood, that Collingwood sitting in knife, you know, they're real. That threat. worries me too. But St Kilda again. Maybe they go out, but mm. which I mean, we're going to get to the other games within that round. But we spoke about Richmond beating Port. Port just beat Sydney. Yeah, but we so, get upsets, and I thought that this was going to be the round of upsets completely, and it was. It really was. Well, let, with that in mind, get, let's go on to Essendon and St Kilda. Yeah, because that was huge. Yeah, no one thought that any Essendon player was going to come out and play the way they did. They've been very slow. So to see them get off the mark and move that ball. Absolutely, 100%. For the first time this year, in, and this is just in my opinion, Dyson Heppel actually looked like a footballer. Yeah. Had a crack at it. That smile at the end of the game was at least flew deserved his, as well. Yeah, flew his flag for his side, you know, I'm a role model, guys. Watch me. I'll, you know, I'll show you. Come along with me. Blah blah blah. That was, I thought it was great. Dylan Shield, probably his best game. Got his confidence ever. Yeah. In the AF, I, I think so. I watched it. He was. He, he was pretty man. good, man. He was really good. You got to give Wright some praise as well. Got that dominance up forward, four goals. I really feel sorry for him. Do you? Yeah. I really feel sorry for Peter Wright because he is the poorest prick down there. All by himself. Well, he with no, on the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like St Kilda had no one to go yeah, with him. But, but he needs another, and I know I keep banging on about it, but Jack Darling would be perfect uh, over Essendon, and your brother would hate me for it. He's already got onto me on Facebook saying, no, nah, it's not going to happen. Mm. I didn't say it would happen, Sean. Just FYI. Um, but I, the likes of a bigger, tall forward down there helping him would be fantastic. And Darling fits that category. Yep. In that's again, it's just my opinion. But no one could go with him on the weekend. Stringer's received a heap of praise over the weekend. And so the, he should, because he I don't know whether or not 
Rutten did that on purpose, but him coming out in the media and singling uh, and he played his role at forward. He just stayed in that offensive forward, just sort of only went as far as the middle. Yeah, but he singled Stringer out two weeks ago, and he's come back and answered realistically, hasn't he? Yeah, no, he was good. I, you know, he got his 16 disposals, but, you know, disposal efficiency only 56%, scoring accuracy 33%. Yeah. You know, it looked but good But he's on a camera, flashy player. He's a no, flashy no. player. No one says he's elite. Are pumping up his tyres a bit? Nah. Over the weekend? I think there was other players to be thanking. 100%. Much more the, before 100%. But, but I think it was because player. of the backlash from Rutten that he got the praise. Mm. But I think it was still... A, because he's, well, he's answered. I mean, what did he kick? Two goals, two. Yeah. I mean, well, that's all that's you want out of him. about his accuracy. But that's what you want out of him. You want a couple of goals. If you, I mean, don't forget, he doesn't sit down in your forward line either. He's yeah. coming up to those middle stoppages. and You know, I've also read um, Tom Brown's extremely confident that Andy McGrath is going to sign on with Essendon. I hope he does. Well, he's extremely confident. If it's not done, it will yeah. 100% be done. And he'll stay... At the Dons, for sure. I hope he does. I hope he does. I really do. Nick Hind was good again. I'm telling you now, if that kid goes out of that 22 again, I will be pissed. Wow. And I read again this week that in the in the offseason, they're going to target a halfback. Why are you targeting a halfback for? I can't. Essendon just blows my mind. How's that internal review going? Or is it done and dusted completely now? Man, it's, I, it's great success. Is <laughs> can you call it a review? Well, I don't know whether or not you can. A bit of nepotism about it, isn't there? Well, if you if the board comes out and says the coach is safe and all the players are safe, what are you actually reviewing? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but either way, you know, it's like Archer come to North. Just going into that top managerial role with yep. no management experience and getting Brad Scott in and whatnot and even Reece Shaw and then, you know, vicariously, no one blames him because he's shinbone of the century, but once the place goes up in flames, he sort of weaseled like out, but, you know. He's weaseled the right word. <laughs> uh, he didn't, but, you know, <laughs> he got away with that pretty Scott Free and, you know, the club's in a shambles. You know, his son oh, well, can get to his eventually, but his son's been named this weekend. And I don't necessarily think he should have been called up ahead of some certain other young draftees. But what are you going to do? It's Shinbo of the century's son. That's right. There's not much you can <laughs> they do, They need that feel-good story. But anyway, um, North Melbourne's a long way away. Not that. Not exactly hot topic. <laughs> it's We'll get on to the yeah, um, draft next year, net for, or this year, um, a little bit later on mm. too. Because that's going to be an interesting one. Um, Port Sydney, man. Port by 23. Ollie Wines, 34. Eamon, 31. Connor Rosie. Yeah. All their big-name players. Burn Jones, Bonner. Callum yeah. Mills was the first Sydney player in the top 10 for Posies with 27. Really? Was it Haywood who um, threw the old sneaky punch into Wines? He's been suspended for the old 
Yeah, he just he just yeah. lost composure out there. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, you had that ball up in the center, plays going on. I did say it was silly. And like a big wind up too. Yeah, it was really cheap. Really, I, I don't know show. why you would think that that isn't seen. Uh, I think they just forget for a moment the cameras are on them, but yeah. I don't think that was his only incident, but that one was certainly the one that got the most scrutiny for him, and yeah. That's what I remember the most from that game. From that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know, obviously, I love Isaac Heaney. I He just, to me, when he gets the ball, was scary, and he got four. He's pretty classy, yeah. You know, and you know, I looked at his stats today. His disposal efficiency is eighty-one percent. His scoring efficiency, obviously, kick before is a hundred percent. Yeah, maybe going back to Stringer when I'm talking about forwards. They're great stats. But yeah, 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 it's where they get them to, though. Oh, yeah, I mean, like if if we're talking about um, accuracy on goal and things like that, I mean, two of uh, no, it's one of the two that Stringer kicked was from about 55 metres. So yeah. not bad. He's got that big kick. But uh, Todd Marshall, four goals too. He's come on, man. He really has come on. Yeah, I agree. Real, really good player. Charlie Dixon seems like he's getting back into the swing of things. He kicked 2-2. Two, two. Franklin kicked 1-3. And so you're talking about someone who's kicked over 1,000 goals. Where have you been... Have you been reading with uh, Mr. Franklin that he's looking at taking a pay cut to stay around? He's not worth his money anymore. Well, his contract's finished. Yeah, I know, but he isn't worth his money either. It, well, he hasn't been. He probably hasn't been worth the money that he went to Sydney for oh, for yeah. five years. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I actually thought, to be honest, he'd call it a day at the end of this year. I, Once he got his thousand, I just thought. I thought he even. I just look at him and he looks slow to me. Yeah, he does, and his yeah. back's given up and hamstrings yeah. are tightening. And But I, I honestly didn't think he'd see out his nine-year contract. Yeah, no, but, he had that party boy about him, but he he obviously must have knuckled down. I just didn't – it was and such a godfather offer. Too. Yeah, true. I really just didn't think that – I thought nine years was too long. I no, didn't think that any player was going to last. Well, maybe. They do. All these Melbourne footballers want to go to Sydney. Yeah. Only if they can get that collar. <laughs> well, they can't get it anymore. It's done. Mm. It's done now. Um, moving on. I was really impressed with this game. I don't know whether or not you watched it. The yeah. Eagles and the Cats. I was, definitely. Um, they've come out with some effort, man. Uh, like They were right in it. I'm sure Geelong didn't come over to Perth and think they were going to win by 18 points. Yeah, no, I saw the fans go into this game, all the uh, the blue and the gold, and I thought, oh, how committed are these folk? Because I really thought no one's this gonna is going to be terrible to watch. And the weather's no good at the moment over here. It's terrible. Well, it's going to be great for the next 10 days, but not a drop of rain. Oh, well, I'm glad those committed faithful went and actually really got to enjoy a good contest and some exciting footy and also just something, you know, like speaking over past episodes, like when we had Gabe on, you know, they're not necessarily cooked when you see stuff like that. You can actually see that glimmer of hope going into the future that that team might be okay. So my only yeah, because I, I agree. But they do my, need. They're gonna have, sorry. They're gonna make some changes certainly to their team. I think at the end of this year, which will still have a massive impact on the dynamic yeah. of the team. That's and that's yeah. that's basically what I was gonna say because I think when you look at 
who they potentially could get rid of, that's going to impact that side too. Yeah. Um, but and do they do they do they just admit rebuild <laughs> when they do that, or do they try to play competitive by what they try to do at the end of the year? No, I think I think bring in some old. I don't. Bulls, whatever. I don't think there's any person at any football club that is okay with losing. So I would. I dare say that they'd be trying to win with everything that they've got. Yeah, I reckon they might be hoping it's just a bad year because no one's expecting this massive decline. So let's see. Yeah, well, but that's that right. game on the Watch weekend, them. yeah, superb. Geelong, it was. They, they Geelong did really were well. absolutely rocked. Yeah, I don't think they knew what hit them. I really don't. I mean, Tyson Stengel hasn't Tyson Stengel been a good pickup? Oh yeah. Like he just goes in, kicks his goals, you know, chases hard. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and Hawkins. I swear to God, he's like the Benjamin Button of the AFL. Yeah, yeah. I know. Nothing but, ever ever stops him from kicking goals. But he's a threat. He's sitting in third on the Coleman. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He said, like, I swear to God, his form's got better as he's got older. I, I mean, what is he, like 34? Man, I remember when I first read about him first coming in and they were all talking about his nickname, the Tomahawk and whatnot. Yeah. And, yeah, he was just a little big baby, pretty much. He was huge, but just, you know. Those big had all blue that eyes. Fat, yeah. Now he's just this old beast that just. Owns, Farmer. Yeah. Owns that forward line. And he's so dominant when he gets that ball. Yeah, yeah, I and agree. Between him and Cameron, yeah, sublime. Actually, yeah, and Cameron's above him in second on 39. So yeah. if you're Geelong, you just, every time that ball goes into your forward line, as a fan, you feel pretty confident. As a defender, you know you're going to have to work twice as hard. And we do have to really be honest with ourselves, too, that the Cats have still got Dangerfield to come back in this week, too. Yeah, but is he also as electric as he used to be? I still reckon he's a ball. No, he's not, but I still think he's a game changer. Oh, for certain. He de- he's smart when he gets that ball, mm. when he gets first hands on it as well. I just don't know how his body's going to hold up. I wish he wouldn't kick on his left, though. I think he thinks he's better um, than... He looks clean to me. Not on his left. On his right, I'm yeah, he's, he's clean. That. But on his left, I don't know. Not clean. No? Kennedy 2-2. I'm still impressed by this guy. I still think that in a better side... He gets a game. Yeah, for sure. He's common medalist. A premiership player as well. Mm. Of course you can put him in a forward line and let balls drop in his hand because he's just... He's someone you can leave stationary on the goal In that line. forward line, yeah. yeah. Yep, I agree. He looks good too. He was getting those goals and on the weekend and his confidence looked much better. Yep, I agree. Like he looked his usual self. Do you reckon, um, do you reckon the Blues have a chance to get into Coning? Play with his brother? Uh, I don't think they'll chase him. You don't? No, I don't. I don't reckon Geelong would release him either. No, you're probably right. There must be a good culture in Geelong because people seem to stay and live down that way once. Living in the farm life. Yeah, by the ocean, fishing. Yeah. Close to Melbourne somewhat. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Semi-country town. Yeah, no, so. Yeah, I don't know. They must be doing something right down there. In all honesty, this was a good game. Giants and the Bulldogs, high scoring. Yeah, the best for the dogs. Really high scoring. I think say high score. I read all year. Um, so disposal wise, Jack McRae nearly cracked forty. 
only just a measly 37. You know? <laughs> Stephen Canelio, he keeps, he's, he's all right. He's a good footballer. No word of Toby Green, seven goals. No, nah, well... I'm I'm clicked on. I thought we'd go straight to that point. I'm clicked onto disposals at the moment, but um, old Norton seven was good. Norton's the powerhouse. He's not winning at all at the moment. The common medal, but to me, he missed missed games, didn't he? I don't know, but he's the best forward in the league. To me, I just rate him. I just reckon if I'm watching that ball drop into any pack amongst all those boys in the top five, he's got good hands. Kerno, Cameron, Hawkins. Max King, Norton. I just feel like Norton always wins. He just has mm. magnetic hands. That ball just doesn't miss. But anyway, we'll see what happens at the end of the year. Doggies are going to have to I don't ball think, down to his end a few more times. For I don't think that stays the way that it stays. Um, yeah, I can't see Kerno kicking more goals than Harry McKay. But, you know, I've probably I've gone on to Norton when we should be speaking about Toby Green because 21 disposals, 18 kicks, <coughs> you know. He could have had nine goals. The guy moved all over the ground. Yeah. Well, but he could, he could have had nine goals. He kicked 7-2. So I said he moved all over the ground. He predominantly just hung out in that offensive spot and clearly dominated. But you just saw so much of him, didn't you? Well, it's like, well... That's what happens when you kick seven goals, I suppose. <laughs> you can't really argue. Yeah. What did he go at? Was he? Yeah. How was his kicking efficiency outside of his goal kicking? Oh, goodness. You got me once I'm out of my details oh, Sorry, here. mate. And you know, I, but you know when it comes to this, Blake, I don't... Um, I don't Not necessarily always, a fan. I haven't always spoken too highly of him. Well, his disposable efficiency was 86%. So that's good. His scoring was at 70% because obviously he had a couple of behinds there. 622 metres gained. Again, not bad. Pretty good. Yeah. It's up there. For a forward. Yeah. Norton kicked five, though. Yeah, that's why. On the other end. He's just brilliant. Cody Waitman kicked five, too. Easy shits, man. Cody Waitman? Yeah. Why? Why? Uh, he's just, like I told you, between him and Bailey Fritch, he's just the one that annoys me. But see his elbow pop out? Bailey Fritch or Smith? No, nah, Fritch. Oh, yeah? At Melbourne? Yeah, the two Fords. Yep. They're the two that I like, like yep. to compare the pair. And I always like Bailey at Melbourne over Cody. I just like yeah. between the way they both play and go about their game. Bailey Fritch is, I, I feel, a lot more um, silky than... Cody Waitman. Yeah, plays the game, just head down. Yeah. And yeah. But, yeah, that wasn't – didn't look too good, that elbow popping out, but i got to give the guy praise for coming back on the field and Dude, playing. St- and not even, like – not even a thought about it either. Just First straight time. back on and then tackles with his left arm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, no. But, yeah, no, nah, that was – yeah, I agree. This – oh, man, speaking of injuries, Suns and Adelaide. Did you see? Did you see the um, the leg? I haven't. Oh my god, bro! It's no good. Bad as Nathan Brown. It's the exact same. Oh, compound fracture. So, dude, when you you really thought nothing of the tackle. Okay. Um. But when it was 
all said and done, I'm, I'm relatively sure that it actually went up um, and Gold Coast ended up kicking a goal about a minute later, but it took the umpires a minute or over a minute to sort of blow the whistle and say, yep, stop play. Yep. Um, and they scrolled back to the poor kid and the foot was the other way. Jeez. It was bad. Good viewing on TV, eh? It was terrible. But do you know what? They only showed it one time. They did not show a replay of it. Do you know? Not, oh, thank one, not one replay. Because I still can instant replay. Nathan Browns? Yeah, head. Mm. Uh, leg snapping in. I head. can still see it, yeah. That Melbourne player diving to smother and hitting that leg underneath the kick. Nathan Snap. Fife's the same, remember? When um, Barlow yeah. broke his. Yes. Yeah, I remember Vossies wasn't very good either. Yeah, Vossies was bad that too. That was a bad break. Um, but yeah, he had to feel for the kid. But oh, you gotta you gotta give some sun their kudos though. One of the five of their last six, you know, being Sydney and Frio in there. So how funny! So how funny is? Bizarre. I, I just can't. It really can't is. That one of the things that's really got me about this year's footy is everything seems to have just gone to plan for clubs that didn't necessarily plan for it. So I'm sure the Gold Coast Suns... Yeah, go. Sorry. No, the, no, the Gold Coast Suns have probably thought about playing finals forever. And then when Ben King went down at the start of the year, I'm sure that Stuart Jew went, fuck, we're not going to play again. But that forward line of Casbolt and Chol just works. And it's the most unlikely pair, but it's worked. I mean, they kicked six goals between them on the weekend. But they had Ainsworth and Rankin kick. Yep, three uh, apiece three, as well. But a couple extra points above them as well. So that's, yeah, what a forward line. And Flanders and Holman both kicking too as well. What were we going to say about... Um, They're not alone in there. What were we going to say about North? Oh, I forgot where I was going to interrupt with uh, Were you going to say, I'm sure North didn't plan on being 17? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they didn't. Joel Jeffrey was the injury. Yeah, I'll brace myself for that later tonight and watch the footage if, if I want to scar myself. It's a, it's a nice quick one. They only show it one time, but, yeah, it was it was bad. It was really bad. Um, in terms of firepower for um, Adelaide, wasn't much really. Fogarty got his couple. Walker got one. Rowe, McAdam, and Dawson all got one. Yep. Rochelle, Phil Thorpe. So they share the goals around, but they don't look great, do they? No. And they've flown under that radar. They've been sitting around that 15, 16, uh, 14, 15 spot for... A long time, but they they just fly under that radar. No one really talks about. Well, they could make the news this weekend because they're actually playing North Melbourne at um, Tassie. Ah, uh, this would be a good game, I reckon. Yeah, and you know, I just don't think it's uh, where Adelaide feel comfortable. I'm a uh, in Tassie. No, I remember years ago when Adelaide started off the year, maybe five years ago, they came out the gates and won like nine straight. They finally took on North and Tassie and North rolled them. And again, North weren't a team that should have beaten them. Yeah. But it, I just remember that ground. I was like, oh, good old Tassie. If the wind's blowing, howling a one-way advantage, 
There might be some doubt, who knows. Well, there you go. But yeah, watch. See what happens. Well, that was round 14. Done and dusted. Yeah. We're a bit late, too. We're podcasting. <coughs> round 15's underway right now. Um, to be fair, I really didn't realise. One realize. verse two, literally I, happening as we speak. I did not realise that there was a game on tonight until today. Well, <laughs> so let's just quickly do our tips right now. Because, yeah, this, this round is happening. And, yeah, as you've probably seen on the news, this is a special round, isn't it? It is. You've got first versus second tonight, third versus fifth, which is Freo versus Carlton, fourth versus sixth, Carlton versus Richmond, seventh and eighth, which is Swans versus St Kilda in the Geelong top versus Richmond. What did I say? Carlton. Oh, my apologies. Carlton's versus the Dockers. But, yeah, do you know this has happened five times in history? Has it? Yeah. I would have thought that it would have never happened. Top eight has played. On the in, same round? Not on the same round, just on five occasions. In round 11 in 95, round 21 in 98, round 7 in 08, round 17 in 2012, and round 15 of this year. Wow. So that's a little there bit of a curious. But the thing that's also just kind of really cool about it is that you've also got... 9th taken on 13th, 10th on 14th, yes. 11th on 12th, 15th versus 17th, and 16th versus 18th. It's like um, if if you opened a season like this, you'd be like, oh, that's that's a great opening round. Yeah. Yeah. Off the back of the previous year. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. So, yeah, I'm excited with that. So, it doesn't mean for anything, but it could mean we've got at least competitive footy all weekend. But, you know... We can report on the life score of the current one going, but we won't. But it's not that competitive. No, it's not. And I I dare say um, I would have gone Brisbane. However, <laughs> it's not looking great for that dip. I 100% would have gone Brisbane. So you put me down for Brisbane as well. So, yeah, Brisbane, I would have gone Brisbane by probably three goals. But just um, it's the other way. While we're on Brisbane... Um, Will Ashcroft, Nab Rising Star, Father Son. Yeah, so he, and he'll go number one, obviously. Yeah, he's the number one draft pick, and he'll go to Brisbane. Well, under Father Son, so. But Dad lives in Victoria and doesn't necessarily maybe want to honour the Father Son code. That's not for certain mm. yet. Brisbane aren't for certain on that. That's not getting spoken about enough. But you know, he's just had. 34 disposals, more than five times he had 50, out of seven games. He had 51 disposals on the weekend. I know. Just The kid is a jet. So, yeah, he'll take some heat off JHF when he comes in, I'm sure. But well, that, yeah, he's and, and JHF one. will have the games under him too. But he's going to be number one. <coughs> That's exciting to see. Well, he'll be number one if he isn't going father-son. Yep. But... Um, all right, so let's get let's do these quickly. Western Bulldogs, Hawthorne. Oh, I've got to go the dogs. The dogs? You're gonna give the uh, the old oh. sports bet for the punters out there? Oh, that's the usual, isn't it? <laughs> I've got to stick with my tradition, shouldn't I? Oh well, if we're going with that game, oh, you're gonna to have to do edits. I don't know. I don't have it. Oh no. I'm not getting my sport, but oh, maybe because the round's happening. I've got him. Oh, you can just say. Ah. Oh. Or you can just do the round. Or you, yeah, just do the round if you want. 
Well, you can, yeah. $1.38 to the dogs anyway. Mm. $2.98 for the Hawkers. Oh, yeah, I'll pick the right odds. Well, I'm not going to get as much return. You never know, though. You never know. Yeah. I don't know. Dogs I'm, I'm going dogs because I think that forward line. Under 20, they win by. It's just good. Uh, this would be a good game. This would be a cracker, actually. The Eagles and the Bombers. Yeah, I want to say the Eagles get up. I don't think they do. I'm tipping the Bombers. Mm, I'm really on the fence with this one, but, yeah, I'm going to go Eagles. Eagles? Yeah. He's done. Carlton Dockers at Marvel. This will be a good game, but I'm going to go Frio. I'm going Carlton. Fair enough. It is at Marvel. Yeah. We're out by a mile. $2.25 we're paying to $1.63 for Freo. Ooh, goodness gracious. But I, th- I just think at Marvel, I think they've got a fair few answers. We don't lose too many games at Marvel to yep. interstate sides. So we'll have a crack, I'm sure. See what happens. Uh, who we got? Geelong, Richmond. There's not much between these two sides. I'll I think Geelong get this done, though. Yeah, I'll be going the Cats. Yeah. You know, Tigers have one, but... And I know they got up against your mob, not being insulting. I'm just not threatened yet. And I know what happened with the Kitty Cats with the Eagles on the weekend. I reckon that's a good wake-up call. Maybe they backed off the gear. Who knows? See what happens. It's a really funny one because I'm not insulted by you not saying Richmond are a threat because... Of the depletion of that current Carlton side. Hmm. We've got kids playing in that back line at the moment. Yeah. No Williams, no Weedering, you know, like no McGovern, no Oscar McDonald. It's tough. It's tough for him at the moment. St Kilda and Sydney. Um, I'll be going Sydney on this one. Yeah, I think you have to, don't you? Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on down at St Kilda. Yeah. Raised a fair bit of money on the weekend for Spud's game. Yeah, four hundred and something thousand. You know, it's great for Essendon, but it's a game you want to get up. It's a game they should have got up for. Yeah, I agree. But you know, these things happen in football. You know, it is you know a bit of heartbreak. Yeah, someone's got to lose. That's right. The always, teams. always has to be one. Wants those points. Uh who we got next? North and Adelaide. Yeah, I've got my bias on this one, but yeah, I'll be picking my mob just for that home ground advantage. I'm, I'm tipping his as well. So obviously, if Roos get up, it'll be again something for the fellas to be happy about. But I don't think it's the team, the team for them to. Ah, well, who am I to say? But they'll enjoy. It, but yeah, Adelaide, like you're saying, they're just not really much chop at the moment. How many games have Adelaide won this year? Two, three. Bear with me, I'll let you know. They've won four games, Brody. There you go. Yeah. Who'd they beat? One most recently was against Eagles by 31 a couple of weeks ago at the start of June. But yeah, the footy hasn't been so good. You know, they've lost to the Suns the week before by 43, and also the Cats by 42. So yeah, their footy hasn't been too good. So when they win, last month. That, that was their biggest win against the Eagles? Yeah. You know, the rest have been close. And at the start of the year, so their footy's not really talking at the moment. So it's dropping off. 
Yeah. And it, well, that's a shame because even if you guys win, it's not going to change that ladder position, is it? Not at all. But Kangaroos might as well stay put at the, this point in time. Get their picks. Mm. Yeah, we're well, all going to get one. Yeah. Uh, Collingwood Giants. Oh, I'm picking the pies. Yeah, you got Cock it. Pies always. Yeah, I love the pies. Mason Cox has just become an Australian citizen. Yeah, I know. Did his little ceremony at the MCG. Yep. A lot of people upset he didn't win the award on Queen's birthday. I am too. Yeah, he deserves it. He's football. He's really, he's bloody electric at the moment. Fucking oath. He ca- he's come on. But yeah. I think everyone just likes to hate him because he's American. Yeah, anyone could have picked him up at the end of last year. I know. I mean, yeah. Who'd have thought? But also, yeah, we haven't mentioned much about this because obviously might as well wait till you bring him up, but go him. Well... What do we got left? We got one game left, and then let's talk about the going because I'm sure it's going to come. Yeah, right. Port, not, not Port Adelaide, Gold Coast. Uh, this one. Got to go Gold Coast. I'm going Gold Coast anyway. Port will look good, but yeah, of course not. Gold Coast for sure. Yep. Yep. I think we're... Don't keep... Well, that's the round. So what do we got? Oh, we've got two games different. That's it. Well, let's see. You've tipped the Eagles. I've tipped the Bombers. And you've tipped Freo and I've tipped Carlton. I think I might regret the Eagles, but I'm going to just stick with it. I think I'm going to regret Carlton. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> no. Every time. To go in. Yeah. I wasn't pleased with his action. A lot of people out there actually think he's been hard done by. I don't think socially it's accepted. I think that's the problem. But the, the club has got to come in line with social expectations and I don't really think they have well they're foolish for letting him I reckon go abroad in the break oh someone needs a sack 100% I reckon you're allowed to holiday but going abroad completely out of supervision from a club well there was two others that went over as well I'm sure it was Um, Moore and Elliot were over in Bali as well on a separate trip so not with Dugowie. You know, I just find it fascinating how much they pump up. I know I said I'm used to the buy. I'm just used to the buy. I don't necessarily think players need this much time off considering how much time off they get at the end of the season. Mm. And I know there is training, but people do exercise for a daily living unpaid. Yeah. You know, this is a lucrative job that they do. I just think when it's business time, particularly from the start of home and away to finals... You pretty much just head down, bum up, and you just got to play play the rules of the club, whether they put those drinking bans in on you, diet restrictions, whatnot. What they impose is their rule because you've signed up for it. But, yeah, I just can't fathom Collingwood letting him go. Like, who's stupid? I thought Collingwood, I thought Dugowie was stupid, but Collingwood's trust in Dugowie not to do something stupid. Again. Like, where was their duty Again. of care with this kid? Like... You know, is he but, a kid? Though he's not a kid. Uh, but it, the way clubs nurture these guys now, mm. they're poor little things. You know, can't give them tough sentences. You know, they they oh, with their twenty five thousand dollar fine. They operate under AFL law, not like our laws. Or well, as seen with Bailey Smith. You know, and Caroline Wilson's fired up about. You know, granted, we weren't happy about Bailey Smith talking about the mental health aspect. You know. Didn't realise premierships can do that to you or playing them anyway. But, you know, this guy's come out 
talking that he's ADHD and what I'm not really happy with that either. You can't hide behind these things. And if you don't want to admit you agree with Caroline Wilson. <laughs> I don't mind. Well, I don't give a shit about that. But, but yeah. So I want your your honest opinion on something. Roll. Have you read his um, apology statement? Oh, who wrote that for him? Okay, good. So that was my question. Do you think he wrote it himself? No, because I think he spells Collingwood with one L. <laughs> <laughs> That's mint. I do. That's fucking mint. I do. I thought it was uh, too well worded. If you listen to him talk, I think it was far better worded than anything that he would have come up with. Unless he has sat there for 72 hours with a thesaurus, he has not written that statement. I think someone at Collingwood thought they might be able to spin it to put it away from them, yeah, because that's the only play they could do. In you know, what would you call it when not danger management? Um, when things are going to shit, there's a word damage control. Yeah, damage control. That's the word. That's what they would have done. Bit of deflecting, like, hey, mental health. The guys just having fun. But you know, this girl has done to go all your favour by saying, hey, we're just having fun. But I, I can tell you, I don't feel confident about pulling a chick's top down the club and not getting slapped in the face. And also, she that, knew him though. She also, knew him. If that woman, if that woman had have turned around and said, oh, "I wasn't okay with that," imagine how bad this would be. His oh, career, then there's a lawsuit. His yeah. career's over. You know, um, Favola came out today and said his career ended at 29, and he's worried for Degoe because he's 27, and um, you know he's had his time in New York. He's had that drink driving charge, mm. plus in 2017. They don't say much of it, but he broke his hand in that bar incident. So he's got a dodgy pass. People want him, though. I've not been reading so much about St Kilda wanting to get someone to their club since Hanbury. Well, he needs to go to a club. Yeah, we all know how that worked out. Mm. Um, he needs to go to a club, I think, that's outside of the um, that really big spotlight. So... The problem is, is that the teams that necessarily need his services are sort of in a spotlight. I mean, like, you look at, like, the Gold Coast Suns. Well, you wouldn't chuck him on the Gold Coast, would you? <sighs> at all. You've got you to think fucking about... fucking wouldn't do that. You've really just got to think about team morale and what this guy could do to your culture. Like, if you've got young, impressionable players... You know, like, when you see this stuff with Ginevan... Coming out on TikTok, you, you know, he had a kind of crime, he wasn't the only one, but, you know, are they being influenced by a culture at that club? You know, they're seeing young players playing the goose, they're following suit. Like, Do you know, this is coming out from this club so often, you know, monkey see, monkey do. But are they, is said. it just that, and I mean, we, we sit here as fathers now, mm. old, older than the playing age. So dinosaurs, realistically. Mm-hmm. But are they, is it, ju- is it just a case of these guys are just immature now? Like I, I said, don't remember being as immature as they are at 26. Well, like I said, they're not accountable to the same laws as us. Mm. They break a law, they go on to some AFL law, they get excused. It's just incredible. And they're paid such lucrative money and every behaviour has an excuse 
no one's ever accountable. They'll sack someone before they make a player accountable as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just reckon it's a lot of Teflon going on, I reckon, at AFL level now. Oh, absolutely, 100%. You can't touch them. Yeah. And yeah. It, it all... Yeah, actually, I can't, I can't speak on the future, but who knows? I don't reckon McLaughlin's been great for AFL in a way. I, don't, I think he's been good for the brand. I don't think he's been good for think, the internals. I think football's just been naturally exciting. We've enjoyed football. I think if you go over some of the significance we've had to live through since his reign, it's been horrible. What, those changes that he's made um, you're talking about? Oh, gosh. AFL. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that the other day, AFL. Yeah, rounds that go for three weeks. You know, round after round of something special every week as well. I know they've got to bring in money, and I just it seems so cheap. Have you seen who they're looking at bringing in for grand final day this year? I haven't. Robbie Williams. Do you know what? Good on him. That'll be good. Well, it won't be like meatloaf, but he'll be much better than meatloaf. Yeah. I think that's all right. What's wrong with that? Oh, no problem. Is it just a money it's spending just, issue? It's just one of those things, almost like a normal joke now of the AFL. No matter who they announce, you can always maybe see whether it will get you a laugh or not, because it might do. Because some people might, because our grand finals can be quite often a joke. I'll just test and see whether you think it was funny or not. I actually don't mind, Robbie. I picked up two of his CDs from the op shop the other week. Did you? This week, two days ago. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Last right, week, this week, two days ago. Also, uh, just speaking Hall of Fame, you know, we all talk about the Hall of Fame the other week. My boy Boomer Harvey getting in and that. Yep. Were you aware of the Logies Hall of Fame? I, t- I wasn't. <laughs> Why are we talking about the Logies? Bruce McAvaney's uh, being put in the Logies Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah, I did hear about that. Good on you, Bruce. Yeah. yeah it's special. It was special. It was delicious. <laughs> I'll, stop, I'll stop. He, he, do you know? And it, humble dude, because I, I heard snippets of his speech. He was talking about Dennis Cometti and things like that, and um, how they first started. Yeah, I like Bruce. Very I humble dude. He, um, I went on a site this week just out of curiosity to see who most journos or com, excuse me, who commentators go for. Yep. And you know that's how I was so shocked to find out about Barrett being a Rube supporter. When I was like. You're our worst advocate. But anyway. Hard on his team. Who knows? But either way, McAvaney was one of the ones that just doesn't have a team. Hasn't announced who he sort of goes for. I've heard whispers of like Essendon, Hawks, but yeah, not there. Actually, while I've just dropped Hawks, I did read as well that um, people at Hawthorne are dropping in names for a new candidate to try and push out. Mr. Kennett. Jeff. Yeah. Trying to end his reign as well down there. Yep. Um, feel good story as well for North Melbourne because we can avoid bad news because we didn't play this week. Um, but my boy Cunners. This is a great story. Yeah. Back, back on, training. Back on the park. And um, yeah, they're saying, you know, they're not rushing him. But we're, you know, they're saying he's up to a level three block, three week block of training. Yeah. So yeah, not bad. That's wicked, I reckon. Just good for the culture there, because I just reckon he's a good leader in the middle there. And also, other stuff that was just good to see this week was the club finally, maybe because push came to shove with the news, 
um, back in JHF. He had Boomer get out and put his support behind uh, Jason there, saying why he didn't have to get behind the contract. And now Boomer's caught backlash for speaking like that about the club because he did pump up his tyres a bit too much and maybe disparaged or maybe made some of the other young shin bones there feel a bit inadequate. I, I yeah, go on. Yeah, no, no. I was going to go on to another point. I I listened to a um a an interview with Goldie this week. Yeah, and he was talking about that argument. The the well, yeah, the the words and that sort of stuff. Um, he said, look, he he asks us to rein him in, um, and obviously that looks really bad on a camera hmm. um, when we rein him in, blah blah blah, but. You know, he's a young kid and we've got to teach him to be to manage those his emotions better. Yeah, I've got that quite paraphrased here. His emotions still <coughs> get the better of him. He asks us when he does have those moments to try and pull him back in. Yeah. Yeah. So, I thought that was really good. You know, and also, like I said, I follow the club, their own vision, and he does look like a happy boy. His birthday's the day after mine. Is like, it? Oh, yeah. There you go. It happened this week on the 21st. Shitload fucking younger than you. 19, I know. Well, he's fucking half your age. Oh, shut up. Oh, no, he's not. Wait. Nearly. Here's one of my last notes. Hang on, wait. While we're on your club, see uh, Walsh is back at your club. Yeah, I know. And, you know, he just left the pies. Been at AFL for 36 years. Mm. He used to run your club. Yeah, back when they were successful too, I believe. Yeah. So, so he's you know, coming in to work with your footy department. Short term, but, you know, he's getting around Noble. So they really do want to keep that coach there. And you know what? If it works, it works, man. I'm all for do it. You know but... what, do you know what the good thing about this would be for coaches? There'll be a lot of coaches going, I really hope that Noble's successful because if you that shit and you get that much pressure... Granted, they did go through a significant rebuild that most teams wouldn't go through. But if he can survive the onslaught of the sacking and then come out the other side and go, oh, see what happens if you stick with a coach? <laughs> a lot of coaches will go, stick with me. Remember that guy, David Noble, when they stuck with him? Who knows? But yeah. Be a household name. I've got, and uh, also North have, um, obviously, you got a couple of outs this week, but we do have uh, the ball back. Zaha, which I'm happy about. He's a gun. Yeah, yeah he's a bit shit this he's year. Free though, agent. He's like, free agent at the end of this yeah, year. Yeah, he's not playing good enough footy, trust me. He'll sign on with North. I hope he does because you guys realistically, yeah. when he plays good footy, he's amazing. So I, I wouldn't be in a rush to let him go just because he hasn't had a string of good footy at the moment. I don't think he'll be going anywhere. I think he's a North boy through and through. All right. Brody, question to you, obviously, because yes. you love, you love your boys, Freo. This is a free <laughs> This is a free quiz question for you. Okay, go. This is a good stat. I read this. I do think, I win? What do, What do I win? You won't get. You won't win. Oh, okay. I don't even reckon you'll get five. But I read this good stat today that um, David Mundy has played in every single Fremantle player's two hundredth game, and there's been ten players. Can you name ten of them? I have to name all ten. Can you have a crack? Can you give us three? All right, I'm going to go Pavlich. Boom. Pavlich will be in there. Yeah. Uh, Longmuir will play 200? No. Nope. Ah. Um, 
Who else would have played 200? Sandlins would have played 200. You got it. One more and you're off the hook. Um, Shane Parker? Boom. Got it. I would have accepted McManus, Johnson, McFarlane. Oh, McFarlane. Hill, should have got Grover, yeah. Hazelby, Fife. Yeah. But yeah, the old horse still running around. But yeah, it's crazy when you get stats like that. And also another stat. He's playing on. Week. I actually just wrote that down. I can't believe you came out with that because I literally just wrote his name down. Because he wants to play again on next year. Blame. I think so too. Yeah, well, he's, sure. his quote is, his quote was, "I'll be here until they kick me out." Do you know there's a photo I saw this week of? <laughs> it was a meme, but it still spoke volumes to me. It was something like, "When you, you're so old, you played with their father or something like that." And it's a photo of Dustin Fletcher playing on Gary Ablett, and then playing on Gary Ablett Jr. Yes. And I was like, geez, imagine that. Playing on the dad while his kids are growing up, then still playing on their kids when they come in. Long time in the game. Also, just because I hate doing this, but pies are so good. But stats have gone out this week about um, the best draftees this year. Most of them Dacos. aren't. Yeah, and he's the new draftee. Most of them aren't new. He's the only one. But his stats for possessions and whatnot are just... Something to keep a note of because names, names that reside along next to him in those stats are superstars. So. Yeah, so I got sent an article today from a Pies fan um, and that article basically said, is he the best first-year player in the history of the AFL? I can't really think of too many else, like too many others that, I love watching uh, him. Good rivaling. Yeah, he, oh, he's great. He's fantastic. Yeah, and, but, you know, it's just exciting to know you might have so much exciting football earlier when you start seeing these new young superstars coming through. And it always happens. But you always get those Smokies as well that you don't see come through who grow up to becoming, yeah. Well, see, speaking of Smokey again, Tim English, sign him on with the Bulldogs. Again, everyone I think thought he was going to go. He was man when he started. He was shit. I think because of Norton, though, I always just rate Norton over him. Over who? English. Yeah, but English is a ruckman. Yeah, I know. But even when you just see a ball going into his hands, he's such a beanpole. I just think he should win. He's just not as confident and as elusive as mm, Norton. Mm. But again, I'm judging on different positions. He's a good. He's a good footballer. He'd be like realistically, he'd be. Unlucky not to be in that all Australian contention at the moment, I would say. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's all I've got. So, who gets into trouble this week with football? Bailey Smith, <coughs> Dugowie, they're done. Who's well, the did we, have we have we spoken about the Bailey Smith uh, penalty? The two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, no, we didn't, and that's. But what can you say? It's reflective of everything at the I moment. I just love the fact that for an illicit drug, he got the same penalty as he did the headbutt. Yeah. I know. How does that fucking work? And young boy Jason Horn Francis gets two weeks for the, for the spray. S- shoulder, which, again, it's a bad move, but... Swing an arm. Yeah, but it's in the motion of did a game. Did he get two play. for that or one? Yeah, he got... No, he got two, I'm pretty sure. North didn't even contest it. Yeah. And people do speak that, you know, Kelly put a bit of mayo on it. But, you know, just that's what I mean. One's a headbutt, one's a punch, and one's a really dodgy play, but still, I can't condone one. I shouldn't condone one 
above the other, but yeah, to see punches and headbutts sort of devalued against that action, I couldn't believe it. So you know my opinion. And on I don't it. condone like, what Jason did. That's bad. Yeah, and you, and you know my opinion on it. They hit the head, so it's head eye contact. It's high contact. It's intentional. Blah blah. blah. But so I I rate them all the same. My gripe with the Bailey Smith stuff is it really fucking pisses me off because if somebody gave, so let's say I'm at a club, somebody videotapes me and they go and give it to the police and the, and the police are watching me do cocaine. Well, if you film now, yourself, surely, if you put your film of yourself up driving, you're done for it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, surely the police would want to come and speak to me about that. Guaranteed. I, 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 but would they? I don't know. I've never been in that situation, so I don't know. You would think they would, though. They should do, but then how how big and important are you? Maybe they would. Well, not how big and important, but how big and important is how the busy, actual how thing. How busy are the police? Correct. Yeah. But they should possibly come knock on your door. And ask what it's all about. Yeah. So, But that wouldn't have happened, I don't think, to, to Bailey Smith. No, and this no. goes back to the, you and know, also, play by their own rules. You know. They've got to be careful, you know. We've seen what happens if you don't really protect these guys because once they're out of the culture, there's not, you know, jobs as a commentator for all of them or coaching jobs, and they can't all stay on that lucrative wicket. And depending on how smart they were in football, they haven't made wise investments. Sam Fisher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're up shit creek. See, that and woman was from Perth. Was she really? The lady, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable. But, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a really weird one, really weird. I don't know what um, what more can be said to these players. All right, well, that's a far out face. Well, might as well just report it because we are we are getting two years late. But yeah, full time tonight's game, Melbourne taking the lines on, finished them off by sixty four points. Oh my god! That's a way to make a statement. First, first, second. So the way to make a statement. Can we just go then? Since well, we we're... should save this for next week because I don't know enough details because I've been too busy gas bagging with you and I didn't watch the game to actually know. Correct. The highs and lows of it. Be interesting to see. Uh, Apologies for the delay this week. Who did what? I must admit. Yep. Anyway, we also um, just got some fan mail in this week. Um, got a letter from Vanessa. Apparently, she says, JR sounds amazing. He's a handsome bloke and he needs to make sure he cleans the house when he gets home tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and also, and also got another another message from Stephen Bruce from Alice Springs. Apparently, he reckons you have a lovely voice, Coach. I do. Yeah, apparently, he really reckons you've got a lovely voice. Thanks, Brucey. And he loves the show. Love your work. <laughs> We're out. Send your letters in. (laughs) Have fun. Oh, boy.